0: Welcome back to another episode here at Lifted Hands, Lifted Hearts Podcast. It's Ashley, and yes, I know it's been a minute. It has been a long time since our last episode, and I definitely have missed talking to you guys, but I had to give attention to what is needed at the moment. I am no longer multitasking my life, <laughs> Um just being able to focus on one thing happening in life at a time and be present in that thing versus giving my attention to, you know, multiple things at one time without being actually in the moment of those things. I've lived life so fast. And since God has just told me to sit down, sit down, I have been sitting down probably not all the time. Yeah, probably 98% of the time I have been resting in life. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but if you've ever been a person that's always on the go, always have something to do and you find yourself sitting, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like I've always been in school working full time, you know, doing something like always multitasking life. So Last year, God's season, he was just like, sis, calm down, sit down. Let me talk to you. And he has been speaking. Not that he hasn't been speaking before, but things are just so slow. And I've I've been listening to um, a guy on YouTube, not really listening to him, but some of his videos pop up. And it's called the soft, (laughs) I can't think of it, simple Not soft, but the simple life, the simple Christian life. And when I say I am into it, I am into it. But anyway, for those who may not know, I started a new job and it's back in the office Monday through Friday uh, for now. It is a hybrid job, meaning I will be coming home in office after my six month probation period. But as for now, I'm Monday through Friday back in office and having to get in the swing of things like that has been Um, it's not been challenging at all because I've actually been looking forward to it. Y'all know, if you know me, you know, I love people. And so I have been peopling for, for two and a half weeks. I'm going on my third week. I think that's my third week at this job. Maybe my fourth. I started July 5th. So yeah, third week. Listen, the people in conversations have been peopling all over on the streets, at the bus stop, on the bus, with the bus driver, Sis been talking to a lot of different people, and I love it, I love it, but anyway, um, back in the office, I haven't worked a job in the office for three years, it's been three years since I've been in a building to work, Um, so I've been working just from home, and so that's just, you know, my family is adjusting to my new schedule, and just making sure I have time to sit, sit aside with my kids, and talk to them, and see how they feel about me being in the office. Cause Jordan, Oh man, Jordan, it's been a minute since Jordan has felt been away from me, in, you know, in that sense of not working from home. So just making sure they, they're adjusting well, because it makes a difference when mama's not home and getting home at a certain time every day. So, um, now that they're adjusted and things are going back into rotation, um, it's just been good. I really can't believe how well Jesus has done me, y'all, with my new career path. And that is my, like, phrase of the year. Jesus, you have done me well. My friend, Nisha, she shared a video um, of a song, You Have Done Me Well, Jesus. And when I say pure worship, oh, my goodness, that song has been in my spirit for a week, A week and it's by Solomon Lang. So if you just look for You Have Done Me Well, Jesus on YouTube, he will pop up Solomon Lang. Pure Worship. You're welcome. I had to tell sis that I really, really appreciate her sharing that because it got me all together. Okay, for this long introduction. (laughs) Can y'all tell I miss talking to y'all? I do. I miss you guys. Um but, yeah, whatever, you know, is going on with you, I pray that whatever you're waiting to see God to do or see him see him for, that it really comes to pass for you as you're waiting patiently and obediently. What God does for one, he can and will do for any. He has no favors, He has no respect of persons. But so before you look into someone else's life and you admire their life and you start comparing your life, Remember with obedience, faith, patience. God will work the same work, or even better work, for you as well. I just want you to know that before we get started, Amen. For those that belong to Him now, you don't belong to God. Then I don't, I don't really know if they're gonna work out for you. But God said, "Those that belong to Him, He take care of His own." So make sure you belong to the Lord. Okay. Anywho, let's get right into what this um, message today is gonna be about. I'm just going to share my testimony. I feel like tomorrow is August 1st where this video will go live. Um, this podcast will go live, live August 1st. And I wanted to share it with just a, um, a testimony because I do believe that people sharing their experiences, being vulnerable, being transparent really does help other people to get over or get through the things that they're going through. And I'm always been like an open book. I, I, will display my failures just as much as I celebrate my success. And that is what I wanted to do today because what I went through here recently was just so profound. I was like, well, Jesus, somebody else needs to know that Ashley be going through it too. (laughs) i be going through it too. It's not a terrible thing, but you know, I just thank God for wisdom. I thank him for revelation. I thank him for just being, uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to bring back to my remembrance certain things. It's just, God is amazing, y'all. I'm totally, totally, totally in love, totally in love with God. He's just so amazing. So last episode, we talked about um, ditching our checklist. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend doing so. Um, again, this week's message, I just want to share a little bit about what God revealed to me and kind of what I was going through in a, um, last week, just last week. And again, just being very transparent about my struggles as well as my success. So about a year ago, see what had happened was, I like to I don't know, I like saying that on stories, but about a year ago, I started having really bad anxiety attacks, um, panic attacks. And I would, I mean, I would wake up feeling just overwhelmed and the day hadn't even started yet. And I could not pinpoint what it where it was coming from. I didn't know all of a sudden. I already knew that it was the enemy. I was in a season where I was financially the most financially secure. Um so this was this this happened. I, I wanna say it started probably it lasted about two years. So I'm i I'm thinking maybe it started in 2020 man, I don't even know when it started, but I know when I noticed it, like when it became very prevalent was definitely a year and a half ago. And I would just feel so afraid when I woke up in the morning before my day even started. And I remember just pressing into God and prayer even more to even just get out of the bed. Like I refused to move and go about my day feeling that way, like overwhelmed and just Literally scared. I remember one time being afraid to go to the bank to make a deposit. Like it was that bad. And so I finally was just like really into prayer and asking God to show me, show me what it is that I needed to do. And he showed me a list of things that I had been doing, you know, that he that he wanted to help me with. He wanted me to put down certain things Um, To help me with the anxiety. And I did. He told me to completely do away with drinking coffee. Was one of them. Was one of the major ones. I was heavy on the coffee. Like, especially weight loss coffee. Girl, woo! That stuff was some good stuff. And it worked. And so I was heavy on it. And I learned to just love it. BJ said I used to be drinking condensed milk. (laughs) Straight. Uh, what's it called creamer <laughs> like a little bit of coffee like a a bunch of uh creamer with a splash of coffee but um I don't know I just like my coffee sweet I just you know and so I got I've become accustomed to that you know but he told me to let it go he told me that drinking coffee enhanced those symptoms of anxiety and so I did exactly what God told me to do and sure enough Sure enough, when I stopped the coffee, along with the other things, I I didn't have anxiety. I didn't have any anxiety attacks. And so I hadn't had coffee since, and that was last year. I haven't had, I've had a couple cups now, and then dibble dab back in there, but never anything consistently drinking. And so I started this job back July 5th, and so, you know, feeling myself, the last time I had a job, You know, I have some coffee in the morning, drive on my way to work, listen to some music, listen to a sermon. Something like, it's it's a vibe, you know, it's like a, it's a situation, you know, you know, you got your morning routine and you just, just, it's your thing. And having that cup of coffee was my thing. So I'll go to Dunkin Donuts every morning and get my coffee and just be like, oh, this is life. I remember this. Oh, I feel good. So that lasted about two weeks. Before I found myself lying in bed, unable to fall asleep, up, just crying and completely overwhelmed. My husband's like, what's wrong with you? Like nothing. I am just overwhelmed. And he already knows. I think he just turned over and went to sleep. (laughs) When I say nothing, he know it is really nothing. Um, Because he know I will talk. If anything is bothering me, Oh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. You're going to feel it. So... Yeah, so went to bed, finally got to bed, woke up the next morning, which was a Saturday, even worse anxiety. Immediately I went into prayer. Before I could ask God to even help me with calming me down and to help me, I had to repent because in that moment I knew that the what the cause was. Matter of fact, I didn't even I didn't even beg God to take the feeling away because I knew I brought this upon myself. You see, I was willing to go through the anxiety attack, however long he saw fit. But God is a God of grace and mercy. Even in our disobedience, he is a God who forgives immediately when we ask for forgiveness. And so that that Sunday morning, an altar call was made for those who were in a storm. We had been talking about the storm the storms of life, and how we have to be rooted in God if we're going to sustain the storms of life, you know? And so the altar call was made to have prayer over those who are in a storm. And although I felt great at that moment, you know, Sunday morning, I woke up feeling wonderful. I didn't have an anxiety, you know, I was believing God for it, even though I know that I deserve to feel overwhelmed and full of anxiety, I know that he still heard my cry, but I still took my butt on up there to the altar because I wasn't sure if my storm, you know, was completely over. You see, I've been in an anxiety storm before. In that past couple years, waking up feeling overwhelmed, can't think straight, mind just gone. I've been in that storm, and it's something I would never, ever want to go through again. But just in case that was my consequence for my disobedience, I wanted to be covered in prayer. I wanted to be covered in prayer, and y'all gotta stop be going being afraid to go to the altar for help. You gotta be, you gotta get out of being. Afraid of what people think. It's between you and God. I'm a minister. And I know people probably was like, well, what in the world does she do? What kind of storm? She, done in your business. But I'm going to make it your business. Come and go and let you know. <laughs> because I'm not ashamed of what God brings me through. We're all human. We're all going to go through things. We're going to fall short sometimes. And the problem is. People are so ashamed of when they fall short that they don't even reach out for help. Any altar call that's calling for prayer, because, honey, we have not arrived. I don't care who you are pastor, evangelist, lay member, uh, minister of music, pro- prophet, prophetess. I don't care who you are. You need prayer every single day. And if you think you've arrived and you have too much pride to go for prayer, then you're going to keep falling short. You're never going to overcome obstacles in your life because God need an honest heart in order to work through the things that you want to get that you need to get through. He needs you to be honest with him. He needs you to, he needs you to let him know, Lord, I ain't got this. Something's wrong. I need some more prayer. I need somebody to cover me. I've been praying, but I need some more prayers from my brothers and my sisters from my pastor some people who are going to touch and agree with me in this thing. Do you hear me? Stop being ashamed to go to the altar for your prayers. Ain't nothing, to, ain't nothing to be ashamed of going to the altar. That's where your help is. And I just had to let somebody know that because as soon as there's altar calls, and I feel like the altar call isn't for me if it's for salvation or, you know, healing or some sort that may, people may be going through, I immediately go in and pray and ask God's spirit to just, fall into the hearts of the people to be honest with him, because that's the only way he can help us. He's not going to go above our will. If We don't ask. We not, we won't receive. If we don't ask, we won't receive. He says, ask and you shall receive knock and you shall, it shall be open seeking. You shall find. I said it backwards, but you get the gist. You know what I mean? (laughs) I said, the scriptures is a little more jumbled up for my Bible thumpers. (laughs) Who may know the word in that in the, in the order that it was supposed to be, but you get what I'm saying. You won't get healed, you won't get a breakthrough, you won't have things to just be at peace if you don't ask God for it. So that altar is, listen, it's my rock <laughs> a lot of times we are, we disobey God, and we we're surprised when the storm of disobedience breaks out into our life. Why are you surprised when you know you haven't been obedient? Why are you surprised at what you're going through when you know that you haven't uh, insulted and, and encountered God or walking in His obedience and His will? Why do you not expect to go through a storm? There's consequences to sin, disobedience, sin. There's consequences to, and you got to be ready to face those consequences when you're dis- when you're disobedient. So yeah, a lot of times we bring these storms on ourselves. I knew that this time, this was a storm caused by my own lack of self-discipline. Thinking that I knew what I was doing and I got this. Thinking God didn't know what he was doing when he said coffee is the reason you acted a fool in your mind. <laughs> it's, that's, that's the reason. Thinking that he don't know what he's talking about. He know me. He know me well. But I was, I was feeling myself, y'all. I was going early in the morning, you know, <laughs> with a cup of coffee in my hand. But I knew that this was something that I had brought up on myself. I knew about the choice that I made. There's consequences to every choice that you made, that you made consequences to. It. And I knew that. So I would not even expecting him to just relieve me that fast. But like I said, listen, his grace and his mercy. Don't make me sing this song. It brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. <laughs> I want to sing so bad. I can't sing. But it's a storm that I ca- I would have caused myself. If you don't, I mean, you, you don't go back to the things God has delivered you from. If God is showing you the necessary steps to take for your healing, your breakthrough or your deliverance, then it's up to you to take them. The power and the results come through your obedience and your faith. God is not going to n- knock the coffee up out of my hand, you know. I have to love and obey God enough to not pick it up. God is not going to go above your will and remove anything from you. You have to be willing and obedient to do what he says, what he says to do. Coffee, y'all. Coffee. Something that is absolutely normal for one person is an absolute no for me. Period. And that's just how it is. I can't be mad about that. Right. We got to stop looking at what one person can do. And thinking that you can do it too. And it's okay. You know. Everything in life ain't meant for you to do. Just because somebody else is doing. That's why we can't look at the next person. And wonder what folks do. What Do what God is telling you to do. Or not to do. But since going to the altar. I haven't had a single episode of anxiety. And I. Now another cup of coffee. You think I'm about to play? No. I'm not to play. I, listen. If you got if you ever had an anxiety episode or you have claimed to have anxiety because I don't have anxiety, I'm not claiming to have anxiety. I had an anxiety attack I experienced anxiety, but I don't have anxiety okay But if you claim to have anxiety and you allow anxiety to rule over you, you know how terrible that feels. If you're on medication for it, you know how terrible it feels. Not just anxiety, anything. God said he is a healer. There's no respect of disease. He can heal all manner of diseases. Do you hear me? I don't care what you have. I don't care what doctors say. I don't care what, what family member has passed away with this so or what you got a family history of. God can heal all manner of diseases. Period. Y'all, I can't serve God and other people in that capacity in that mind capacity. I need a sound mind. I need a sound mind ready to give a word to the person that need it. I need a sound mind ready to hear from God to be a, a villain vessel. I need a sound mind to even raise my children. I don't have time for anxiety. <laughs> you see? So no, I'm not picking up any more coffee. I want to live a life free of worry and anxiety. When Jesus speaks about who he is and what he can do, he reveals, um, he revealed that because of anxiety and worry, I mean, when he speaks about what he can do, he, he reveals certain things about anxiety and worry. And one of my absolute favorite scriptures Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That's Philippians. That's in Philippians. He said, pray, petition God, let your request be known to him. What is it that you're going through? Lord, I need healing from this. So if you've already prayed and presented the request to be healed from anxiety, If I've already did that, if i already prayed and I've already already presented my request to him to be healed from anxiety, why would I pick up the very thing or continue in the very thing that he's already told me is causing me to have the anxiety? Why would I go back to that? My own fleshly desires, that's why. To have a vibe. (laughs) To feel that comfort that I once felt before when I was drinking coffee and going to work. All of that for that? It's not worth it? No. Matthew 6 and 25 tells me that Jesus will take care of me. His promise alone helps me to feel calm. You got anxiety, you don't feel calm. Jesus' promise alone in Matthew 6 and 25 alone calms my spirit, makes me feel safe, makes me feel secure in whatever is going on in life. I say all of this to to encourage you to take inventory over your own life and be honest with yourself. What can you do in your actions to better serve God? What do you feel God is urging you to, to put down or to pick up? What does obedience look like for you? Meaning in what ways do you feel or want to give in to the flesh, but those things don't please God? Ask yourself, am I giving in to those things or am I being obedient? Only when you are honest with yourself and with God is when he can make major moves for you and in your life. Don't hinder your blessings. Trust and follow the commands that God has established for you. And that's all I want to tell y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I don't know when I'm going to upload again. Hopefully it'll be soon on a regular schedule, pumping it out weekly. Um, but again, thank you for tuning in. If it's your first time Whatever is left on the Spotify, go back and listen. Or if you're on another uh, listening station, go back and listen to some others. Um, And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.